from Trimble Construction, you're listening to the Connected Construction Show, where we connect you to the contractors, owners, designers, engineers, and construction professionals who are finding better ways to work. And now, here's your host, Matt Sprague. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Connected Construction Show. I am your host, Matt Sprague. Uh, This week, we have a special episode. Um, We're going to introduce something to you called the Great Library. Uh, Before we get to that, to that concept, um, I want to introduce our guest who will be opening up the doors to the Great Library for us. His name is Matt Ramage. He's a Senior Director of Marketing at Trimble. Matt, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Very happy to be here. So um, I know you pretty well but not everybody who's listening or, or, or watching does. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, uh, how you ended up at Trimble, what you do at Trimble. Yeah, no worries. So I'm, uh, I'm English and I've been in the U.S. about five years. It was actually uh, work with um, Trimble on some of our IoT tech, um, so Internet of Things tech in, in the construction industry that brought me over to the U.S., but I um I've worked in construction pretty much my whole life from project managing domestic refurbishments and things like that at the beginning um to moving into the tech space with with Trimble starting out in mechanical electrical plumbing um worked all throughout Europe and the Middle East helping um bring new technology into into new regions for us and then yeah shifted over to the US about 5 years ago to take over the IoT business, which is still a really new space in construction. How do you automate um, manual tasks in the field it is still a, a big deal. And it's really how we figure out, we've got all these software systems. How do you drag information from the field into a technology in a back office so that a human doesn't have to do it? Because it's usually quite a uh, menial task that people don't like to do. But it gave me a good experience in the U.S. construction market as well. Um, since then, I moved into uh, this role, leading the marketing at, at Construction Enterprise. So it's uh, everything to do with vertical construction. So think of lots of the brands like Tecla, SketchUp, the MEP business, our building construction field solutions, um, viewpoint project site, lots and lots of stuff which covers the whole continuum of construction. So lots going on. Let's not forget about your expertise in the DIY se- uh, sector as well, right? Oh, mate, don't get me started on that. I, I'm a reluctant <laughs> DIYer at the moment. It, it's my my education on all the different tools you can get is, is, is my new challenge. You know, I must have five or six different saws for cutting every different type of material and width of it. And the weekend I was fitting a kitchen, so it was. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm thrown in the deep end right now. So maybe after after we crack the back out of the out of the the great library and commercial industrialized construction, we can we can dial it down and and you can create a great library for the mm-hmm. for the at home uh, weekend heroes, and we can do Perhaps. the same, same idea. Yeah, or maybe I'll just use it as an excuse to like actually create a great library on where I live and then just live in it and everybody can <laughs> come and view what I've done. It'll probably be all wobbly, but <laughs> that's not good. All right, so we're, tech, we're but... probably 
we're we're probably confusing the the the, the listeners and the viewers. Uh, we're getting I, I I it's my fault. I got ahead of ourselves. So you have this 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 experiment that your team's working on this project called the Great Library. Um, so tell me about the project. You know what what's it all about? Yeah, definitely. I'll try and make this as, as simple as possible as well, because the Great Library at, at, at its root is a documentary. It's a documentary designed to show us whether this new advent in construction, connected construction, is really possible. And if it is, how we can do that, how I can take that away and use it myself for my own business or to advance my own career. So the Great Library is a kind of practical and visionary education series where we hear all about how all these different technologies can be used to transfer information from one another. Um, but it isn't going to be about how a tech provider talks about that, how somebody who, hey, here's all our technology, figure it out yourselves. It's going to be stakeholders from our industry, architects, engineers, contractors, trade, it, it, it's everybody involved from everything from resource management to implementation in the field and operations and maintenance, them talking about how they do connected construction in the real world. And we're going to take all that knowledge, drag it back into one single project, the great library. And we're going to use that to tell an amazing story that everybody can use to one, get entertained as they watch it, but two, learn from and grab resources that tell them, this is how I can implement it in my business. And this is the gain my business is going to see from it. And that's the project. That's interesting. And I, and I, I can really appreciate the, the, the idea of, of bringing in different perspectives, right? It's kind of what we do with the show. We try to have, we have to have, you know, not have to, we like to have designers, contractors, owners, operators, vendors uh, in to tell stories. So it's also sounds very similar that you're bringing in the different perspectives because it's very easy for us in the technology uh, uh, side of, of, of the house and in software side of the house to talk tech and software language. And it's not exactly what is actually being done in the field. So I, I really do appreciate that. So um, you know, so you, you, you mentioned, so the end result of the project um, is to have a virtual building that's been conceived and designed by the actual people who would actually do something like that. Um, so why was it important, like in addition to what I just said, right, why was it important to approach this project uh, as if it were an actual physical development? Yeah, I, I mean, that's critical because really anything can be designed and its feasibility is there on a, on a machine. Um, but the transfer of data that is, so I would define connected construction as the ability to transfer data from start to finish. So every stakeholder being able to access information and pass it on. Um, the that, that sounds quite simple, but it's actually very complicated. <laughs> it, it's hard when I have my role in the in the project chain and um, to receive information, the right information when I need it, and then be able to pass it on. And I need to do that in a way that doesn't impede the work and it's really, really simple. But to get to the point, the reason why it needs to 
do this study through real buildings, like actual projects that are being constructed as we speak or have been just finished, is because the, the connection between office and field is still an area of, uh, of huge opportunity in construction. So we've gone through a stage, especially with how people viewed BIM at the beginning and really centering around the design, where it's all kind of upfront. We're, we're doing all this work in the, in the office. We're seeing lots of productivity gains within silos of this process. So I have a technology that helps me in my discrete role. That next role has their own technology and that benefits them in some way. But the transfer of information from one to the other is either reducing the data that they're getting or they're, they're not exchanging information in the same way. It goes into a new system, they, they don't get the maximum benefit. So some productivity is lost from one stage to another. Now, we've achieved a lot in the office and you get all this kind of uh, pre-construction work that, that's going really well, I'd say. Um, still more connections to be made. But then as soon as it jumps to the field, we're flattening 3D models. We're removing parametric information or, or, or detail and data that could be used in a physical environment. This is, this is the kind of key for, for me as well, because it doesn't matter how detailed, how advanced, how sophisticated a model is with all of its information tied to every bolt and every beam. Unless you're prefabricating, um, you get to the site, you're trying to print out those plans, squash them into 2D, and then we're, we still have lots of opportunity for error. So connected construction in the office, the field part, is how do we get that data without losing any of its fidelity into the hands of the people actually sending this building upwards? Um, so we use tools like robotic total stations, which act as a conduit where it actually projects a digital reality into a physical one. Um, but I really wanted to focus on how do we look at these projects and then make it simple to understand how that could benefit either my business or my career. So how do I bring that into my um, company, especially when it might be the first time I've ever heard about common data environments, digital twins, uh, robotic toll stations, 3D scanners, mixed reality devices. This is all new technology which can make it complicated. What I want to do is show it in practice. You take this information, it travels through this system, and then somebody in the next stage can receive it in this way, and here is the benefit. Here is the saving. Here is how we achieve um, efficiency progress within construction. So simple, easy to understand, real world examples of how connected construction and the technology behind it works. So it's interesting that um, the the common perception of how, how do we get uh, digital transformation actually implemented in, in the industry, um, the, the, the first kind of is, is basically get the owners to mandate it. If it's in the contract, people will start to do it. And I, I agree, um, but it's not never, never black and white. Right. So there's also the side of, okay. And, and I think what happens 
I don't want to say more often than not, but what happens is, is the contractors end up doing it both. They're like, okay, we'll do this in our office. We'll satisfy what your, what your mandates are, but then we'll still flatten it and we'll bring it out to the, you know, as the example, bring it out to the, to the field and whatnot. So I, I, um, I'm going to, I'm taking this as an opportunity from a soapbox, uh, uh, standpoint is that we need all stakeholders to be pushing digital transformation. Well, I would love to hear, uh, a, uh, an example of a contractor that has adopted it and is mm. looking at an owner that they're doing work for being like, why aren't you, why aren't you asking for this? This, this makes life so much easier. This, this makes the, the work we're doing so much more efficient. Um, so yeah, so I, I, I love where this project is going because it's kind of, it's trying to, you know, the, the, the rising tide was it rising tides, uh, raises all boats. I got that somewhat right and somewhat wrong, but, um, all right. So another question for you. Um, so how is how is one building going to provide the industry with enough knowledge to navigate the complexity of connected construction? Yeah, it's a really good question, especially that one building being a library. I, I mean, how is a library relevant to the bridge building process or building of a power station or a stadium? So really, really good question. And the library is also really a, uh, you know, we're, we're using that because we want it to be a, an education center, uh, but the, the library itself is a resource tool. It, it's kind of taking the idea that a library is in one place and really the local community could access it and we're trying to elevate that up. Um, uh, so it could be accessed by anybody by being a meta space. But to get to the point, the, the, the reason why this is relevant to everybody else is that all of the examples that we're going to use, so, and, and it, this project knows no kind of country bounds. It, it, it could be a project from anywhere in the world. If, it, if it's great examples of connected construction that we can all learn from and use, then we'll use it. But that means that some of the examples that you'll see will be how we've used a detailing process for the concrete and steel in an airport project, or how we've um, utilized some civil technology or civil construction technology in the design of a, uh, a, a road system or, or a bridge. Um, so we'll take all of that information, the prefabrication of a, a section of a stadium, and drag that in to use that same workflow to put the library up. Um, the library, of course, is a digital project, but that means that any type of workflow from any type of project can be picked from and utilized here. So whether you're a bridge builder or you're involved in um, civil infrastructure or you're putting up a, a power station, you'll see examples of your specific type of work utilized here. Um, and that could be from any region in the world. So this does, it's a, a lofty project. It, it does have to be relevant to all different construction types um, in many, many different fields. So how is it relevant to you? There, there will be examples for you to be able to dig into and, and uh, associate with. Yeah, so I was thinking that that there'll be varying levels of complexity, right? And therefore, uh, a 
appropriate to varying levels of digitally transformed organ organizations. So like uh, a, a, a contractor who's just getting started on this journey will be able to pick up bits and pieces, small, smaller things, more easily implementable uh, to, to kind of start that journey. But then ones that are a bit more, um, more, more mature on the, on that journey um, are going to be able to say like, Oh, wow. I never thought about doing whatever it might be and start to get more ideas. It's a, it really sounds like it's a, <clears throat> excuse me, like an area for sharing of ideas because we're, we're, I think you said at the beginning, like we're just getting started here. So there's a lot of like, Oh, I didn't even think of that. Like uh, those type of scenarios. Mm. Yeah, that, that's right. And the way you can understand that as well is that each episode of the, of the series is really going to focus on the relationship between two stakeholders. So maybe it's the architect and the owner or the architect and the engineer or the design team and the general contractor. It, it could, so any one of those stages where there is an interaction between two stakeholders, if you were just starting out on your journey, they're the relationships that are going to be the most meaningful in terms of change. If you're an owner, perhaps you'd want to understand it as a full life cycle and how it can be improved. And then maybe you'd want to mandate the use of, of certain processes or technology in, in uh, the project. But if I was a general contractor or even a trade contractor looking to improve my portion of that job, irrespective of what everybody else is doing, this would give you an understanding of, I can implement this technique, this process, uh, this technology in my space, and it will benefit the people either side of me, but I guess most important in that specific example, this will benefit my business or my role directly um, in terms of uh, you know project efficiency cost effectiveness um, it, it's really you could boil it down to just a particular stakeholder the library as well is not just the documentary it is the content that flows from it so when we do take a look at so the trade contractor or i'm a mechanical engineer i'm looking at this I want to see resources associated with my particular role in this project, how I can implement it, how it will change my business uh, and how I use this to better win bids by showcasing how I can interact and improve the process either side of me. That is core to this project. So everybody takes away something just for themselves. This isn't a high level uh, vision of, everybody needs to play in this big sandbox and because it's never going to work like that like you said before if if it's more of a i see the mandating of processes as something positive in some sense but in others it can be almost the coercion of um of businesses to work in a certain way which they may not be comfortable with or may not know and that could actually slow things down if it's something they've got to learn on the on the job so to speak Whereas if all stakeholders are working towards a common goal, irrespective of what's being forced on over the whole project, but I'm going to improve my process and my portion of this project, um, I'll be more likely to win bids, uh, but I'll also ensure the kind of future competitiveness of, of how I deliver. So yeah, we, we aren't trying to get it at the front end with the owners. We are trying to show 
why this is valuable to each stakeholder discreetly and then they'll view like the kind of place through the whole documentary in, in the total life cycle so you'll see both ends of it interesting so um i've i've had the um ability to kind of have a, a look at what the conceptual design of the great library is and it, it appears to have uh, multiple elements of modern modern architecture uh, but the facade of the building does not look modern at all. In fact, it looks a bit more like something out of a out of a history book. So, tell us a little bit more about the design uh, and why that was cho- that 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 dichotomy was chosen. Definitely. Well, so there, there's a big piece of this is about the storytelling as well. But the the original facades is a location in um, Turkey called the Library of Celsus. And it is a 2000 year old structure that only the facade remains really. It's been unearthed and and reassembled. Now it poses a a very particular challenge. And whilst it's amazing for storytelling, we can do comparisons between this amazing technology that existed 2000 years ago. Um, So, you know, that city was um, designed engineered and built before anybody lived there it had running water in all of the houses there had main sewage whereas for you know after the fall of the the roman empire that 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 knowledge was lost and and we didn't actually have running water in buildings and uh, main sewage for hundreds and hundreds of years afterwards so um perseverance of knowledge having it in a library where that information isn't lost has a great parallel Um, but we also chose it because scanning existing conditions is so critical to construction so if you were in a completely new project completely new build that scan isn't as important there's nothing to scan maybe you would do a scan of the terrain that that would be that would be it but um, in many locations, we do uh, projects with existing conditions, which can make things more challenging than a new build. So scanning a building that is 2,000 years old that had been destroyed by an earthquake and then having architects take that and design a conceptual model it was like an unbelievably difficult uh, piece of the, the puzzle, the challenge. And if you can do it on that, in a matter of days, then you could do it anywhere. So this gave them the orientation, the topography of the land, the uh, detailed scan down to a, a couple of millimeters on every crack in the facade, every tilt, every lean, um, so that that could be consumed by architects on the other side of the world uh, and a conceptual model design without them having ever visited that location. It's a great example of, of kind of how you, far you can push this. We scanned that in, entire site in, in a couple of days. It's the most detailed survey of that city um, that's been done, I believe. And just this library portion, it, it was, you know, it's a beautiful, beautiful place. It makes a great setting, a great structure for storytelling for this documentary to keep us all interested. Uh, we've all seen a million uh, virtual designs of, of buildings. So here we can learn about um, kind of our history and construction. Um, and then, the, of course, the we want this to be 
relevant and valuable to a modern construction environment. So the actual structure we're designing behind the facade is pushing the envelope of um, advanced architectural and construction methods. So even though the, the building is actually quite a small footprint, it's very difficult structurally to put this up. So lots of really good conversations between the engineers and the architects to expect in this series. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, definitely in a, an extreme case, you know, having to take a, take the ruins and, and yeah, go through that entire process. So when, when we, when we look here in, in the United States, having to, you know, renovate a, a 100 or 200 year old building, we should, should be able to handle it if we're able to take something that's 2000 years old. That's right. And quickly and quickly as well. I, I think people look at this, these kind of projects and these um, examples as just, oh, this is going to be infinitely more difficult than anything that I do, which just is not the case because the technology is there right now to capture existing conditions, no matter how difficult they might be and get them in the hands of the people that need them um, as quickly as you you like or you need, you could have data transferred the, the same day. And it isn't complicated um, as long as you have the, this kind of, someone's given you a, a sort of basic overview, um, then you'll be fine. I think that is one of the biggest problems we have today. There are so many options for technology or processes or, or education, and the we're missing the pieces of, of the why and the how. You know, I hear lots about connected construction. Why is this good for me? And then the bits that I like, how do I implement them? That is what's missing. That's what we're trying to fill so that everybody has the, their own opportunity to decide where to head and they'll be educated in, in, in what's out there and what they can do. And it's the story is entirely told by people in their field. So cool. Well, you've definitely, you've, you've thrown the line out there. You got me hooked. I'm, I'm interested. Um, so there's, there's, you had mentioned, and let's be, I want to be super explicit with everybody listening and watching. This is going to be a, a, a documentary. So there's, there's actual episodes that are being recorded and that will be released. Is it later this year to tell us a bit more about what it is and how, how we can view it. Right. Well, the, the documentary follows the process of connected construction from start to finish live as it goes. Um, so it, it's an evolving series where we don't know exactly where, how it's going to end. It's, uh, we're, we're actually starting. We're, we're, we began the process of, of creating this digital um, library and exploring projects from all of these different uh, and amazing visionary stakeholders. Um, but you'll be able to see the first episode, which is an introduction to how this, this all comes together and why uh, at Dimensions, uh, which is Trimble's uh, user conference in November. So anybody not currently going there should go there if not just for the great library, but also because there's some amazing speakers and it's a great event. But the first episode is going to premiere there. Um, we will follow it as the series emerges um, throughout a uh, period of months. So it, it's not going to be a release a day. We're going to evolve this and let people follow it with us 
So we're going to be publishing content all around it with every stage that we look at. So like I mentioned before, architect and engineer will publish content guides, implement, implementation strategies, videos, any kind of multimedia you can think about to take away and consume as well. Um, and you'll be able to interact with things like the model and the common data environment, see where it is. And I'd love for people to start interacting with it, making suggestions, giving us their experience of connected construction as well. This is a, this is a two-way conversation. This is not a one-way uh, dialogue. So this is for the world of construction to kind of step up and say, I do this part better than, than what you're showing, or maybe I could teach the world something uh, about this portion of construction. And the forum and the floor is, is open to have that chat. That's awesome. So um, last question. I gave I gave you warning on this, so it's not, hopefully it's not gonna gonna throw you. We ask every one of our our guests, um, what's your motto, or or what's a motto that 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 you've heard that that you find interesting and you've pulled something into your own life from it. Yeah, you did uh, warn me of this one, and I think as soon as you warned me of it, I thought of something great and then just immediately left it. But I do kind of worry; I'll probably butcher it, and. Um, I, I usually like to quote a bit of uh, Aristotle or something like that, but I'm going to use, I believe it's J.J. Watts, who um, so an athlete, and as long as I don't get this too wrong, I believe the quote is, success isn't owned, it's earned, and rent is due every single day. And, you know, I love that. I feel like it's something The Rock would be proud of. And uh, <laughs> so <laughs> if that's the case, then I'm all right with it. Uh, but I think it's about working hard, staying focused on a goal and um, executing, achieving. And that is something that construction is all about and something that I hope to um, live up to and, and deliver on. But yeah, I like no, it. I love it. I love it. And it's, it's perfect for me. My, 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 uh, my, my daughter, actually, she's a, she plays soccer and she's having motivational issues. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to throw that one at her today and see, see if it helps, see, see if it helps at all. I'll, I'll let you know. She got a game this afternoon. Oh, amazing. Well, everyone who aspires to be like somebody like a professional athlete, they're thinking the same thing. They, they, their spot is not guaranteed on that field. They have to earn yeah. it and they earn it every practice session and every game. Um, so there's no, I've made it now so I can take it easy. If anything, it will get more and more challenging with the more influence that you have. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Matt, uh, Matt Ramage, Senior Director of Marketing at Trimble, leading up the Great Library Project. Thank you so much for, for sharing this information with us today and joining us on the show. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. And for everybody uh, listening, watching, thank you so much for, for, for the first timers. Thank you for everybody who is uh, joining us again. And until next time, stay connected. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Connected Construction Show. For more information, visit us at connectedconstructionshow.com.